1: It's the
2: list and your boy at fightful.com, fightful.com. with Jimmy Van and Sean Rossap. They're on fire.
3: Boom shaka Two hundred strong. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap, welcome to Fightful. It is April third, twenty twenty-three. Twelve hours ago, I was ending a, not even ending. I was in the middle of a three-plus-hour WrestleMania review, one of our most successful shows of all time, the longest I've ever done by far. And I sent our uh, great writer, Jeremy Lambert, who is largely responsible for, for many of our successes, a message, and I said, Jeremy, just ring my phone off the hook in the morning if it happens. And he did. WWE has reached an agreement. Uh, they, they will become a part of Endeavor. Uh, They are forming a new public company. They won't be under the same umbrella as the UFC. We've got Jimmy Van here. Jimmy Van has a wealth of experience and a wealth of knowledge in situations like this. I've definitely learned a lot of things from a talent perspective. FightfulSelect.com will have tons of news throughout the week on this. Already multiple major reports. Jimmy, this comes six days after Fightful Select published a report that said that Business is picking up in April with the WWE sale and even said immediately after WrestleMania you're gonna see some movement. We saw some movement today, Jimmy.
2: yeah when the, when when CNBC posted their first report, I had to double check that it wasn't April 1st. Hmm. you know and uh, and I, I will say this right out of the shoot. Um, I think Endeavor's a great fit right out of the shoot. They're a great fit. I did not think that they would be an option because I didn't think that they could get the funds together and wall street agreed at the time because there were, um, I can't remember the source, but people on wall street did not think endeavor would be an option either, but they ended up coming up with a deal that got them controlling interest without spending a dime. Like they're not cutting a check at all. And so they found a way to make it work. But, uh, I'll tell you this, Sean, and I'll get into, I'll get deep into how this thing works. This man was on CNBC this morning with Ari Emanuel. And he said something along the lines of, uh, you know, this is the best deal to provide maximum value to shareholders, something like that. This has nothing to do with shareholders, in my opinion. This 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 was the best deal for Vince McMahon uh, and maybe the best deal for Nick Khan, too. I
3: I can tell you that I spoke to I I won't say that I spoke to people in executive positions that negotiated. There's NDAs associated with all that. They ain't going to talk. But employees at many of the rumored suitors, I'm talking about Disney, I'm talking about Comcast, several of these places, I even had to develop some contacts with companies that I didn't even know about prior. So I spent the week trying to do that. And many of them said that not only was Vince McMahon remaining involved a hurdle, it was a, it's the type of thing where people are like, no, we're not going to do that. And WWE had proven in the months following Vince McMahon's departure, that not only would they be fine without Vince McMahon, that they would thrive, succeed, and do better without Vince McMahon in any capacity whatsoever. They proved that themselves. Uh, but right now, we've got a deal. <laughs> I, I felt like it was very self-serving, the Aries saying, oh, I wanted him to come back. He's got to come back. And Vince saying, "Like, oh, yeah, I guess. I would have sold it without, but
2: You know what, I wanted to come back. I'm going to get there. I'm going to talk about the CNBC thing. I think Ari Emanuel played him like a fiddle. Sure. We'll we'll talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's say this first. So this is not a traditional sale. This is a merger. I saw uh, a lot of wrestling sites uh, had headlines like Endeavor buys WWE. That's not entirely accurate um like i said this is a i think a great fit the the natural synergies endeavor knows the business model really well because ufc's got a very similar business model all the executives know each other right nick Khan and Ari yeah. Emanuel they worked together years ago at uh imc uh ari helped uh, uh negotiate the the rights for wwe on their last round of rights they all know each other so there's like a a, a great synergy there we know but the natural crossover ufc stars wwe stars Makes a lot of sense from that perspective. Like I said, I didn't think Endeavor could find the money, but they 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 made a way to do it where they don't have to cut a big check. So what's going to happen is Endeavor put a valuation on WWE of nine point three billion, uh, and I saw and I saw some questions from people about, oh, does that mean the shareholders are getting a dollars a share because that works out to one hundred six dollars a share? No, they're not. Uh, that's just the valuation that was put on WWE for the sake of creating this new entity. And the valuation put on UFC was a little over $12 billion. Uh, and that was done intentionally to give Endeavor control because Endeavor's contributing more to the new code than WWE is from a valuation perspective. That was done so that, and, and our Emmanuel said that on the CNBC uh, interview, that was done to give them a controlling interest. And so that's how this all came about um when the new hold co goes public and they're projecting four to six months is when this new code will go public if you haven't already sold your shares by then because people are wondering what's happening how is this going to work how is this going to work what if you're a wwe shareholder if you haven't sold your shares by the time the new code goes uh public your shares are going to convert to new co-shares
0: mm-hmm.
2: and uh they're saying that there's going to be a post-closing dividend they haven't said how much it could be dog shit but there's going to be a post-closing dividend in addition to your shares converting. And so that's how it's going to work. But uh, the stock was down this morning because this isn't a cash deal. That's the reason. If, if they had done a straight up sale to Saudi Arabia for $9 billion, then that $106 share price when they would delist because they would go private, shareholders would get the 106 bucks a share. In this case, yeah. you're, not. you're not. And so um, for shareholders short term, this isn't a good deal at all. Long-term, your hope is that the new co is going to rip because yes. WWE is going to get their new TV deal. They're going to see an increase. UFC uh, under Endeavor's done really well. So in theory, new co should show increases in profit every quarter, and then the stock should in theory go up. Shareholders should see profit. It's going to be down the road, six months, sure. months. But that's the theory. But uh short term, this does nothing for shareholders of WWE, and that's how it is.
3: So we're going to take care of some business before, uh, before we get heavy into the weeds. And that term is going to be one that we are going to be talking about in a bit as well. But leave a thumbs up on this video. Subscribe if you haven't already. Uh, we're here every night with post-show reviews for every show. Uh, We've got FightfulSelect.com. I'll tell you, I'll I'll just be plugging that throughout the show because a lot of this reporting is reporting from FightfulSelect.com. But if you want your question or statement read on the air, donate a super chat here at YouTube.com slash Fightful or over at HumperChats.com. That's our Streamlabs platform that allows you to leave questions or statements before we go in the air or while we're on the air. Uh, It would greatly... Uh, we would greatly appreciate that. Uh, let's keep them related to the deal. Like for example, I have uh, Ayosh yeah. saying, "Will Jay White or any big name debut tonight?" I don't know as of right now. I'll find out more a little bit uh, closer to uh, to the, the the show. But let, let's keep this about the deal itself. But uh, we've got just uh, an incredible number of super chats and things that we will get to throughout the show. This show brought to you by NordVPN. Dot com slash Fightful Jimmy. I had some detail here. Look, look at your little mismanaged window there.
4: You know, mismanaged. there are there are
3: rumors There are rumors that WWE might start charging for pay-per-views. Well, I got a little bit of details on that. But if they do it, don't worry. NordVPN.com slash Fightful as you covered. Four additional months free. 70% off your plan. 30-day money-back guarantee. Three great tiers for you to choose from, whether it's a locker, VPN, pass, or all three that you want. It's the fastest VPN in the world. It works on all your devices. It lets to change your virtual location with just one click. So if you're traveling abroad, you can watch all your favorite shows. Or if you're living here in the States and you want to get access to those shows a little bit earlier, you can switch over to the UK. Watch them when they drop there instead of waiting till 3 a.m. Eastern or midnight Pacific time to see them as well. It also has extra layers of security. That way it shields your data from snoops and criminals. You want NordVPN.com. I mean, those UFC pay-per-views cost a lot less when you subscribe to overseas services and buy them. That's what I'll be doing this weekend for the Adesanya fight, NordVPN.com slash Fightful. One of our biggest sponsors. I would greatly appreciate it if you guys would check them out. You can do so many things with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Now, we have our great moderator, Luis, who is collecting Super Chats along the way. But what we're going to do is we're going to try to address those a little bit more towards the end. And if uh, Luis feels like one of them fits with a specific talking point, he'll ping me, he'll let me know, uh, and, and we will address that here. But, Jimmy, we just dropped a big report on FightfulSelect.com. WWE is adamant Triple H will be the person in gorilla. He'll be the, the guy leading the charge. Uh, we did have a super chat. That said, uh, that asked if this had anything to do with the Roman Reigns Cody decision. I was told this morning, uh, by uh, by someone in WWE, absolutely not. That's just the creative direction of that. Mm. Uh, That's what trust the process says. Did they maybe want to avoid changing the face of the company during a sale or merger? I was told that wasn't the case. Squeaky Toy of Terror says, We just had a very long term storyline that was successful. After success like that, why remove the belts for a storyline that's just getting started? You don't. I'm betting on a stipulation match at SummerSlam to close it. Well, we addressed this for three hours last night. And again, we'll stay more to the deal. This is not a story that just started. This is a story Cody Rhodes has had going on his whole career. Um, There's nothing wrong with winning a title immediately. But Jimmy, while you're here, what do you think of Cody Rhodes losing to Roman Reigns last night at Mania?
2: Uh, I was shocked. I would now. You know what's funny is I I posted something on Twitter when Cody got to the ring, and a few people jokingly shit on me, uh, jokingly. So when he got to the ring, the first thing he did is he went over to his family, and he and he hugged and kissed his family. And I posted on Twitter. Normally, you do that after the match, not before the match. That's what Will and said too. Yeah, and so I said, uh, ho- you know, hopefully it's not a kick in the balls, and he loses. And obviously, that's what happened. I understand the the premise of let the story play out. I mean, we've, how many times have we heard that over the last year, year or two, let the story play out. I understand. And I understand that maybe they've got it all mapped out and Cody's gonna, you know, the hunt's going to continue, whatever. I just think that it's hard to duplicate special moments. The guy comes back from injury. He's undefeated. He's incredibly hot. He has a ton of momentum. The Roman reigns match. The way they map out his matches, always interference, always referee bumps, always referee distractions. I've been tired of it for a year, and so uh, and so. I think it's hard to duplicate. You know, special moments. That was a special moment. No matter if he wins at a SummerSlam, that's fine and dandy, but that's not WrestleMania. So, uh, I thought they were going to pull the trigger. I was surprised they didn't. I understand, let the story play out. Somebody on Twitter made a really good point to me when Roman Reigns in the press conference said, uh, we're only in the third inning in yeah. terms of the story. Somebody on Twitter said to me, they're only in the third inning, but it's 47 to nothing.
3: Yeah, right? that's what I said. That's exactly what I said. It's a 20 to nothing Yeah. yeah. in that. So, so we'll,
2: I'll ride it out, obviously, but, uh, um, as, as great of a presence as Roman is, I loved his entrance with the pianos, and and he's got this superstar presence, unlike anybody else in the company. I'm tired yeah. of his matches. I'm tired of, here comes the bloodline again. I'm tired of, oh, there's another ref bump again. I'm tired of it. And it's been tired. And he did it with Brock, and he did it with Kevin Owens, and he did it with Sami Zayn, and he did it with Cody Rhodes. I'm tired of it. And so... um We'll see. We'll see. I, I likened it to, uh, on Twitter, kind of jokingly, I likened it to Lex Luger spending his whole summer driving on a bus, <laughs> and then he and then he yeah. goes into SummerSlam and he doesn't win the title, and he was completely shit after that. And I'm not saying that's going to happen to Cody, but uh, Luger was completely deflated after that, and so hopefully that doesn't happen with Cody. We'll see.
3: Hannah says, what do you think the announcement for Triple H is tonight? He's rumored to be kicking off the show. I would imagine it's something about a new era and yada, yada. We're going to learn. There's a, a staff meeting at four. There's supposed to be a talent meeting tonight. So I'll find out everything that I can in relation to that. Taylor Cannon says, is there a possibility of Stephanie returning? Yeah, there's always a possibility. I think there was more of a possibility with a different suitor that didn't want Vince involved. I think if Vince is involved, there's less of a chance that Stephanie is. But in the future, I think that it would absolutely serve whatever company uh, would have dealt with WWE to bring her back because she's a huge morale boost, Jimmy.
2: Yeah, and I, I don't think this is going to be there long term. I don't think mm-hmm. so. And uh, and you know what? Let me let me get into it. I I saw somebody on the chat. They were kind of questioning about the structure and who's who's boss and all that. Let me let me address it. So the new company that's going to be created, the symbol is going to be TKO. I don't know if that's a hint of what the company name is going to be but the stock symbol is going to be TKO. So that new entity is going to have the UFC and WWE within it. Nick Khan's going to be the president of the WWE side, Dana White's going to be the president of the UFC side. Vince McMahon's going to be executive chairman of the whole new co. Ultimately, for all intents and purposes, Ari Emanuel's the boss. For all intents and purposes. Yeah. Now, when you look at, you know how before when Vince came back, and i had kind of laid out before he came back how he might come back and it turned out it kind of worked out that way he had the majority of the voting rights right and so Mm -hmm. vince had the power to basically boot out uh directors from the board or board members elect new board members he needs majority vote to be voted in as chairman and he was able to kind of pull the strings and get that done when the shares convert you know how right now they have class a and class b shares yeah. the class the class B shares are the shares that Vince has, and those are the ones with the voting power. When they convert to new co shares, that goes away. Mm-hmm. And so that means that WWE uh shareholders own 49% of the new entity. I don't know what Vincent Mann's uh shareholder percentage is, I think 35% of, of WWE. So he'll have a minority interest in in the new co and from what they were saying there's going to be 11 members of the board and this is key there's going to be 11 members of the board for the new new company six are going to be endeavor people five are going to be wwe people that means that unless vince is able to get some endeavor folks in his back pocket they can vote him out whenever time allows it because i'm sure there's going to be provisions and i'm sure there's going to be you know vince is going to be chairman for x amount of time whatever But if and when the time comes, they can vote him out if they want. Uh, And I think that he got that uh, employment agreement done as an insurance policy because uh, he'll get a payout if if he doesn't stick around for the whole two years. So that is is what's going on with that.
3: Spencer asks if we think Triple H will remain head of creative. That was uh, confirmed to me, uh, or at least in any of these situations, I'll say claimed. It was claimed to me. It was claimed to talent. So uh that's that's the the working thing. Uh Emily Dudas says, Do you think Triple H is happy? He went from full autonomy with his wife as one of his bosses to his wife leaving, Vince breathing down his neck, to Vince being back. Any news about Steph's reaction? No, but I found it very interesting that Steph was not seen at all this weekend. Really? Because no, not at all. Not uh, the whole thing. Emily- I, I didn't hear of her. Did wow. you see her around?
2: No, I, uh, I wasn't looking for her either. No.
3: As as far as how Triple H feels, well, he feels about $5 million richer, Jimmy.
2: He will, yeah, when they close. Yeah.
3: yeah. Sure. So, I yeah. mean, I would imagine. He does, you know
2: what? Hunter deserves it. He does.
3: He does. He's yeah. put in the work. Yeah. Um. I mean, he knew. He knew that at, at all points this was a, a real possibility. I mean, when you bring Nick Khan in, you know the drill. Uh, Spencer says, how much do you think on screen changes with the deal now that I don't know, because what we saw, I covered uh, MMA full time when Endeavor bought UFC. And what we have seen is a heavy pay-per-view model where yep. I i have not watched a fight night in two, three years. I don't yep. think I watch every pay-per-view. Jimmy knows I still expense them, yep. but uh, I watch every
2: pay per view. NordVPN.com.com <laughs> slash
3: fightful. There you go. Uh, but I watch those because they have buzz. They really put the power into those, right. and the model that they've went to is significantly different because they eliminated Fight Pass by and large. It is categorically different than what it used to be. Now, right? Uh, when you watch CNBC, you'll you'll constantly see the analysts be like, "Man, WWE's subscription model is amazing." Like people relative, like people don't cancel WWE Network. Like, and when he says people don't do it, he means by like large, large numbers, like they add, they don't subtract from anything. There's not a lot of churn there anymore, especially as it relates to Peacock. He was really putting over WWE's model there. I think a lot of that depends on how whatever model Endeavor wants throws up, because I think Endeavor is much more likely to be like, yeah, we better please these TV partners than Vince McMahon was. Vince McMahon is just like, give me your money. You'll get what you get. That's just, that's what we saw. We saw that in 2019, 2020, 2021. Vince will just do what he wants. Endeavor, I think, are better about relationships. They are a talent agency
2: at heart, Jimmy. You're right, but um, I do think they're going to end up charging for pay-per-views. I think that they're going to offer bundles with the UFC, maybe. So Nick Khan did an interview with Axios this morning uh and he said the wwe will pursue a media rights deal separate from the ufc and i don't know the the contract length of the oc's deal with espn currently i don't know if how many years they have left on it or if it lines i do want to
3: i do want to sneak this in, in our fightfulselect.com report please subscribe best five dollars in the business you're getting more coverage than anywhere uh i was told by people in wwe right now it is not the plan to charge for pay-per-views they said it would have to be a too good to be true situation or offer in order to change that as of right now. And again, that's what they claim.
2: Sure. They haven't even closed a deal yet. Yeah. Right. So, so right now Endeavor does not have a majority of WWE, but what Nick Khan told Axios was that WWE is going to pursue a a media rights deal separate from the UFC for TV, but that they might pursue a combined streaming deal uh and that's what tells me okay if you're gonna if you're gonna pursue a combined streaming deal good possibility they're gonna start charging for pay-per-views like i said i could see them doing a combined deal i think they'd be smart about it they'd probably start with wrestlemania at a discounted rate probably because you got to get people conditioned again but uh i think that's probably where they're going to go or that's the road they're going to go down uh i have a lot of a lot of other points about this do you want to uh get to more super chats or do you want me to just yes i
3: do Uh, Jelly Canuck says, well, it's better than the Saudis, but I really don't want Cody versus Seth Seth Slap fight to main event night two of WrestleMania. (laughs) Uh, What's the percentage? Woods says, hey, at least it isn't Saudi. Are you saying the television product could improve under new ownership? It's possible, but also under new ownership, they dragged Vince McMahon back into this. Or at least that's the claim, which is something I'll be saying a lot. So again, that is TBD. It is very TBD, how the how the vision is.
2: I know Trust exactly what you're going to see more of. I, I guarantee it. You're going to yeah. see more cinnamon crunch toast matches. Oh, yeah. You're and gonna you're going to see, see more you're integration. See more 100%. 100%. Because they, they've they done a lot of that with UFC. You're going to see a lot of that.
3: Oh, yeah. You're going to see a lot of that. But you won't see the talent making that much money off of it, I don't think. Um, here Here's a big, like, I've had wrestlers that have hit me up and say, give me your positives and negatives. I go, okay, positives. Again, they are a talent agency at heart endeavor so they will look for outside opportunities for you i don't think there will be the perpetual fear of outgrowing the brand that we have experienced under vince mcmahon where he looked at john cena leaving he looked at the rock leaving he looked at dave batista leaving Mm -hmm. and saying oh i can't let anybody be bigger than the brand i think that not only will will that no longer be a thing i think it'll be encouraged because they can look at that and go well we've got these opportunities we just bought an unscripted production company well we maybe we can get something going there maybe you get these movie opportunities they are a talent agency at heart however look at the ufc they still have their outfitting policy and they are categorically different companies that are run from with uh, like ufc was largely left to run itself uh, under dana white big difference is vince mcmahon is so much older and they have shown that they can succeed without him could the ufc succeed without dana white I think so now, but as a figurehead, he is a prominent figure in UFC. They have an outfitting thing. The fighters, the very, very, very lowest probably benefit from it. Brendan Schaub lost a ton of money off that deal. Mm-hmm. Like he was making insane numbers off of sponsors. However, I do understand that when you have conflicting sponsors, especially when you're stepping into the sponsorship game, like uh WWE is, if you've got Snickers, well, you don't want, somebody getting an M&M's logo plastered onto their gear or something like that. So there are elements of that that are concerning. However, UFC under Endeavor has been very willing to let top stars walk. Francis Ganu is the biggest case. Could have had the biggest fight in heavyweight history. They couldn't come to terms. They outright released him and walked. So what will that mean? Will they see WWE talent as cogs in the wheel? I'm working on a big piece on Fightful Select for talent reactions and and how this affects things moving forward, but there are definitely things that could change. Trust the prop. Go ahead. Sorry.
2: Yeah, no, I was was just going to say like Ari in in the CNBC uh, interview, he indicated he's going to be hands off. Uh, And, and Dana white, you know, he runs the UFC. Now I don't want to get too, too ahead of myself, but uh, like I said, I feel like there was a lot of ego stroking in that interview. I feel like he was telling Vince what he wanted to hear, get Vince giggling. He did not mention Nick Khan once that I saw. Ari Emanuel. He didn't mention him once. All he did was talk about Vince is going to run and Vince, 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 Vince. And I've been around this world a long time and I I saw a bunch of bullshit. And, and so I thought he's telling Vince what he wants to hear. And I think that contributed to them getting the deal. I want to talk about the things that I want
3: to, I want to put out a theory. I have a theory as to why it is that they made this decision. And you got people saying, Oh, well back in creative a little bit, all that. What's the hottest show on Netflix right now, Jimmy? Do you know what it is? No idea. The most, the most watched show on Netflix? It's that Wednesday show. The Wednesday Addams show? Is it? Well, they, they went and got one of the stars of the hottest show <laughs> on TV to consult with creative. That's him, right?
2: Oh, that's sad. That's sad.
3: That's what we got here. For those of you who don't understand the point, Vince showed up on TV looking like this. Yeah. Yeah. After years of having his gray, poor guy, actually not poor guy. Uh, I don't feel bad for him whatsoever. He made that decision, but uh, let's get these super chats. Parker says we often see in sports, new owners like putting their own touch on things and make a big change, uh, a big initial change predictions on initial changes. Uh, I think, A lot of what we saw in WrestleMania yesterday is something they're going to look at and go, oh, that's cool. Adding in these celebrities, adding in this presentation and pageantry. And again, like Jimmy said, the advertising integration. That's been something that WWE has been very, very uh, adamant about. I know that uh, international site fees are a thing that they are after, too. They want places to pay them to come there. And I want to shout out Brandon Thurston of WrestleNomics, who was working on the Puerto Rico story uh, well before we got it and had an incredible amount of details. Uh, But they're looking to get site fees and all that. Trust the process says, is the end result Endeavor uh, the best case, worst case or somewhere in between for AEW? How do you think Tony feels right now? That's a good question, Jimmy. How do you think they feel?
2: uh i mean if i'm tony khan and i can't speak for him because i'm not but if i'm tony khan i don't care i mean it's it's gonna be business as usual now granted don't get me wrong like i said Endeavor's a really good fit for wwe they they know the business model very well hey
3: guys have you ever wondered what happened to the legendary chuck norris i saw a video he made and i was shocked he is in his 80s still kicking butt working out staying active making sure that you take care of your gut health, your digestion, just overall, is also very important. Right now, you can go to mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Watch Chuck's video right now. That's mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Check out what Chuck Norris has to say. What's got him feeling so good these days? He explains everything, and you won't believe how simple it is.
4: very well connected. They're a good fit. Uh, and and as a fan, it
2: intrigues me to think that you might see Connor McGregor inside a WWE ring. That's intriguing. You might see John Jones and Brock Lesnar face off. Connor's already in sell mode.
3: He's already firing up the tweets. He's already Is going he? after. Ro- oh, yeah. He tweeted about it yesterday. He tweeted about oh, Connor. 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 Yes, Connor. Yes. yes, yeah. Right. yeah. I
2: said Hunter. I'll, yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh, no. He's already. He's already yeah. doing it. Ham, that's what Connell int- says. Well, Raw, we'll go back to two hours. Fat chance, buddy. No. Sorry to so, so
2: one So one thing you guys got to remember, because Endeavor is not a content distributor, mm-hmm. right? They're not a Comcast. They're not a Disney whatever. They are going to be very focused now on that next round of rights because that's where the revenue is going to come from. They're keeping mm-hmm. Raw three hours, no question about it.
3: Marquis says, what's the percentage that Stephanie joins Endeavor's board of six? I think there, there's a solid chance of that. If I were them I'd put her on the board. I
2: oh it's not that they don't want to. Sure. I I, I don't know the Vince. optics. I don't know. Now if we're if we're being clear, it's gonna be a board of eleven, right? It's mm-hmm. not like six are gonna be wearing black shirts because they're endeavor and then five <laughs> are going to be wearing red shirts because they're WWE. It's yeah. gonna be a board of eleven. Um but uh optic wise that would surprise me I think
3: Mad Matar says, "Any clue about the relationship that, it, if it exists, between Endeavor and AEW? Cons? Well, I can tell you that Tony Khan has told me personally that he has a great relationship with Dana White, and Dana sure. White has a great relationship with Endeavor and Vince McMahon. So I know there's at least a bridge there. I'm sure that Tony Khan has had to deal with Endeavor so many times throughout his his career, like a, a ton of times. They're one of the 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 biggest uh, agencies out there."
2: Yeah, well, before Endeavor existed, because they've only been around for for so long. William Morris, they acquired William Morris, that major agency. Uh, Ari worked for uh, ICM, like I said, as did uh, Nick Khan. So I'm sure that uh, that Shad Khan, maybe more so than Tony, Shad Khan, I'm sure has had dealings with them. I mean, Ari Ari himself said he's known Vince and, and had dealings with Vince for over twenty years. So yeah. I'm sure they've they've connected.
3: Oh. A lot of streaming questions. JM says, Hey, SRS, would WWE streaming deals like Peacock in the U S and Disney plus in Indonesia and Philippines still be honored? Yes. Uh, they plan to honor their deals from what I understand. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's, that's just the nature of that deal. They aren't nixed unless there's something in the deals that says if we get sold or merge or whatever, and uh, that's highly unlikely. They're still, uh, they're still, uh, looking to, to, continue those. A lot of people asking if Vince is Dana's boss now. No, absolutely not uh, in, in any capacity. No.
2: So once again, Dana White, so TKO, the, the the stock symbol for the new company, Dana White will head up the UFC portion of that. Nick Khan, I shouldn't say head up, be the president of the UFC portion. Nick Khan is the president of the WWE mm-hmm. portion. Vincent Mann is the chairman of the new co. Uh, but I believe it's going to be a figurehead thing. That's just my, my, my expectation, but uh, that's how it's going to be.
3: Jacob Weddle says, I read somewhere WWE sells a Peacock uh, or deal with Peacock for three more years. Do you think they'd wait on a pay-per-view model until after 2026? I think it'd be in 2026, but uh, yeah, I think so. I think they want to continue this deal. And also, when I asked about that, I-, I was told by WWE sources like Nick Khan is very adamant about not being short-sighted and saying, well, we can make a lot of money for like six, seven months in these pay-per-views, but then, ah, no, he wants to to head up a very, very strong model there. And right. Jelly Canuck says, more for Jimmy than Sean, how does this affect international rights deals? Roger Sportsnet has the WWE Network, while Bell TSN has the UFC. Well, I can actually provide some detail on that because I was told within WWE that's one of the major uh, reasons they wanted to do this deal, Jimmy. They feel like their rate cards, both domestically and internationally, are way lower than what they should be. They put the uh, Money in the Bank pay-per-view in the UK in prime time as a look what you can have type of thing. They are looking to get a major increase on international rights fee deals. But for specifically for Canada, Jimmy, how how are you feeling about that?
2: So it sounds like he's talking about the network. He's asking about the network because WWE Network still exists in Canada right we don't we don't have peacock oh, here.
3: Still, buddy i know nordvpn.com exactly
2: yeah so rogers which is uh, which is the television partner of wwe they have both the television rights and the streaming rights and the network is part of rogers my answer is it depends on the contract just like everything else when the contract expires that's when wwe could decide maybe they're going to have uh, you know sell the the canadian rights to a streaming service that that services canada Maybe they re-up with Rogers. It's like any contract in any country. When the contract expires, they re-up or they do something else.
3: We've got TB saying, how would this impact the wider wrestling community? And how do they respond? AEW, Impact, rumored third company, Indies. I don't know what rumored third company you're talking about. I haven't heard any rumors and hmm. do this for a living. Impact will be affected almost not at all. <laughs> not at all. AEW? Well, a lot of it depends on the type of money that Endeavor is comfortable with WWE handing out as it relates to contracts. I think that that's that'll go a long way.
2: A lot of it could have to do with relationships, too, because if there's any talent that are repped by William Morris uh, or maybe in the past they've been repped by Ari Khan or, or, or Ari Khan, Ari Emanuel or Ari Emanuel's people, you never know. The relationship could go a long way, too. But in terms of the day-to-day wrestling product, I don't foresee it's really going to change that much, at least so long as Hunter's there. Now, one thing I should note, um, those bonuses that Nick Khan and Hunter got, and remember I showed you this morning the language for that? That was done not just to like thank them for their contributions. That was done to try to retain them.
3: Yes, they they outright said that.
2: Yes, they they outright said that. And so uh, in theory, no, I don't see either one of them going anywhere. Nick Khan's making bank, and Hunter loves it.
3: Oh, Nick Khan was was an all-time great hire by WWE. A very, very smart hire who, when you're sports entertainment, you have to add the methods of both of those in there. And I think a lot of the stuff he did, like pay-per-views on Saturdays, pay-per-views in certain areas, right. very smart about that as well. Really, really smart about that. Uh, people are talking about, they meant the Freddie Prinz Company. That ain't nowhere near being a thing and wouldn't be like on the scale of that. I think that would have been closer to like a Global Force Wrestling. Mm. Ham Connell says, will we see more sponsors on clothing? Possibly, uh, but we're likely to see them presenting matches around ringside banners and stuff like that. Parker wants to know if WWE transitioned to a similar UFC pay style structure. Do we see sponsored gear sponsors on the ring mat sponsors on the ring mat and gear likely Uh, UFC style pay structure. I doubt it. I think that WWE will keep their own structure. It is just a, 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 their own thing. So, I I think that's probably the the route that they will go.
2: Sponsors Um, on the mat would taste I'm getting used to because WWE hasn't done that, but it's logical that they would do that, right? I mean, now that they've got the video uh, uh, boards up and everything, they had Cinnamon Toast Crunch all over the place. So uh, it's logical that they would do it.
3: So let's talk about uh, what happened this morning. And we've got, you know, we still got plenty of Super Chats, but the issue of creative was brought up. And Ari said, I'm not going to have... Anything to do with that? That's more Vince's lane. And Vince said, Oh, yeah, 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 at the top levels. I was assured Triple H is the person in Gorilla, but if he needs Vince McMahon as a resource, he's there. I've had talent that have thought that Vince McMahon is overseeing everything. They've had the return of like the yellow highlighter where you got to read things verbatim. There have been rewrites. There have been some gimmicks that have <laughs> shifted more to a Vince McMahon preferred method than a Triple H preferred method. Uh, but Vince McMahon said I can't be in the weeds anymore I'm not going to be in that maybe at the top levels Jimmy four years ago almost this time of year Eric Bischoff and Paul Heyman were brought in to oversee Raw and Smackdown and Vince McMahon's specific words were I just can't be in the weeds with this anymore
2: yeah it's, Br- well, it's Richard wasn't it Pritchard and, and Bischoff uh,
3: Pritchard and Bischoff well yeah, yeah. Uh, does Pritchard, Heyman, Bischoff, doesn't matter which which of them headed it up. Yeah, at, at any particular time. What I think it was Bischoff and Heyman, and then it was Pritchard. Uh, but then he got in the weeds. I reached out to Eric Bischoff and I said, What do you think? And he just said, I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> yeah. Your thoughts on that?
2: I agree. I I I keep going back to the interview this morning. Like I, I just watched that interview. That was a 16 minute interview of pandering. It was a 16 minute interview of Ari Emanuel kissing Vince's ass. I'm being honest. And, and the whole time just Vince, 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 and oh, if Vince wanted to leave, I would body slam him. And it was all about Vince, Vince, Vince. And I, I just kept on watching that thinking to myself, this is how they got the deal. This is how they got it. Now this, this kind of ties me into what I was going to talk about uh, a few minutes ago there were two things that were presumed when this whole sales process started in January, right? When Vince first came back and then this whole thing got started, there were two things that were presumed. One of them was Vince wanted to maintain some level of control, right? And that's why Nick Khan felt the need to address it when he did interviews and interviewers felt the need to bring it up. Everybody knew Vince wanted to maintain some level of control. That was number one. Number two, Vince reportedly set a sale price and he acknowledged it on CNBC. He set a sale price of 9 billion, which some thought was too aggressive given WWE's market cap. Right. And Mm -hmm. so this is my opinion. I have no inside information. Uh, I'm, I'm an outside observer. I don't think they had another deal on the table. In particular, a cash deal because this is not a cash deal. I don't think they had another deal on the table that fit those two criteria. I don't think they had another deal that was going to pay them nine billion dollars and that was going to let Vince maintain any level of control. I think this is all they had. And as a matter of fact, I think they've known about this for at least two months that they were going to do this doubt deal. It either, yeah. Well, I'm going to I'm going to tell you why because you know hindsight being 2020, right? You know how Nick Khan he was doing interviews uh, going back to like February ish and he talked about strategic alternatives. This was the term, strategic alternatives. And he said, for example, maybe we'll go private. You know, He was talking about alternatives basically to a cash sale, right? Strategic alter- uh, alternatives. Back in February, it was February 2nd, they did their earnings call, right? WW did their earnings call. Nick Khan, at the end of that earnings call, he made comments that when you think about it now, he was talking about this Endeavor deal. Because he said that uh, there is an exploration of strategic alternatives in the early stages. He said they had a unique opportunity to explore a wide range of value enhancing alternatives, both with parties that recognize the value of content and IP and with parties that value owning the content that they host on their own platforms. Then the press release that they released today talking about this this deal Mm -hmm. At the bottom of the press release, it said, "Quote: This marks the successful conclusion of WWE Strategic Alternatives Review Process." So I think they have known for at least two months they were going to do this deal, Uh, and I think that that's one of the reasons why Nick Khan would be asked about Vince being in charge or Vince being involved or whatever, because that was going to be one of the things that was going to happen. And I think that's why it would not surprise me. And who knows if and when this might ever come out? Vince alluded this morning that Liberty was a buyer because he acknowledged it. He alluded that the Saudi government was a buyer because he acknowledged it. Wouldn't surprise me if it would some way somehow come out. Maybe they had a cash offer for 8 billion. Yeah. Right. Maybe, but maybe it was an $8 billion cash offer where Vince is out. And so I really think that they took this deal because he wanted to maintain control. uh, And he did it without really any regard for shareholders because short term there's no benefit shareholders he did because he wanted to maintain control that's how we look at it
3: we've got uh some super chats here tb says shout out to srs jimmy grap city boys alex kate denise jeremy select team and the overbook gang for doing such an awesome job thank you very much thank you uh FightfulSelect.com had also reported today that the grizzled young vets had asked for their release uh dave melzer says that they have been uh, granted i am checking up on that immediately Izzy says, isn't this how Marvel and Star Wars exist separately under the Disney umbrella? Yeah, sort of. Yeah.
2: Yeah, um, I'm not sure in terms of the 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 corporate breakdown because I've just never looked it up. So I'm not sure. sure.
3: JM says, will Hawani's BT Sport WWE hosting be affected? Uh, doubtful. He's got a very, very strong ally in Nikon. I know Dana White hates him and all that stuff, but Nikon is a very strong ally. And uh, I don't think that's something that Dana White will necessarily push on.
2: Right. Right. That makes sense. Justin,
3: Justin Thomas says, Triple H announces the, the, the deal, brings out Vince with the new co-world title. Roman wins that one too. Mm-hmm. Sam says, will Endeavor have any say over brand split or new designs? If they want to, they will, but they are insisting that they won't want to.
2: So something else that they said in the interview today, uh, the interviewer was very good. I forget his name, but he was pretty good. He said, what happens if you guys disagree? What, yeah, a, what if there's a disagreement? And Vince, Vince said I after, 100
3: pounds on him. Aha.
2: Yeah, he tried his bullshit. But, but to the interviewers, you know, props to the interviewer because he kept on. He didn't let it go. Yeah. He said, what happens if you disagree? And Ari said something like, um, if there's a, a situation where we're not in agreement, we won't do it. That's what he said. Yeah. However, um, not that I want to keep beating this like a dead horse, but that to me was just such a pandering interview uh, for Vince that I feel like he's not going to be chairman for a long period of time. That's my
3: people, deal. and I mean it's obvious. I mean this news got broken by CNBC yesterday. They have the exclusive interview today. That's kind of how these the mainstream things work.
2: They actually it looked like that was a taped interview because Vince made reference to WrestleMania tomorrow.
3: Yeah, right.
2: So, so I think I think they taped it potentially Saturday,
3: and then had the plan to leak it on Sunday yes. in order to maximize uh, you know some buzz for Mania. Then you yeah. do the the interview Monday, right? As well. Uh, so we've got even more super chats. Somebody asked if this is a succession storyline says Xavier.
2: I got to watch that show. People talk I'm about waiting,
3: it. I'm waiting till the end of this season uh, to, to catch up. Uh, but Jacob says if Endeavor has six board members and WWE has five could Endeavor theoretically vote vote Vince out after the sale is final. So this is what we're going to approach now, Jimmy, because there's a lot of is Vince Dana's boss, Vince's role, stuff like that. Uh, no, Vince isn't. Dana White's boss, Sheldon, uh, who's asking that. But Nicholas Olson says, after the sale is finalized, is there anything that would get in the way of the new company letting Vince go? Sheldon uh, says, this is crazy. Two men with allegations in charge. Very bad optics. Well, Dana doesn't have allegations. He's got a video of him slapping his wife. Right. There's right. no allegation to it. It happened. Connor says, do you think WDB was only considering offers that would keep Vince involved? KE-775 says if Vince started to hurt the product, nevita- negatively affecting talent morale, would Endeavor have the wherewithal to remove him because that CNBC interview seemed like they wouldn't. Eze e says Vince coming out on top after everything is disgusting with him as an exec. Uh, uh, exec chair Dana and Khan as president of UFC WWE. Does that make Vince Dana's boss? Mike Leotis says do you think Vince's ego <laughs> would get in the way of this partnership? Is this just a way for Vince McMahon to bow out gracefully? P.S. How about that mustache? Well, as best I know, Jimmy Vince ain't Dana's boss, but that's a big question. Is there anything keeping Endeavor from quickly being like peace,
2: Vince, once this deal's done? Okay, there's a lot of questions. So, so Ari Emanuel is the chief executive, sure, uh, and in theory, um, he is the he's got control. And so in theory, if he's got to uh, flex his muscle, he can do it. Now, from a technical corporate perspective, the chairman is typically ahead of the the CEO and the president. I don't think so in this case. I just don't. I feel like it's a figurehead thing. Uh, I don't think Vince is going to be telling Dana White what to do. I don't think so. I think Dana White answers to Ari Emanuel. And I think Nick Khan's going to answer Ari Emanuel. And I think Vince McMahon going to answer to Ari Emanuel. That's what I think is going to happen. Now, I haven't seen any kind of paperwork. I haven't seen any kind of provisions. I don't know what kind of deal they might have in terms of there can't be a round of elections until this date. You know what I mean? Or Vince is guaranteed to be in his position for until this period. I have no idea. All I can tell you is the way this usually works is the board votes, you know, elects the chairman. You got to get majority. Uh, and in theory, six from Endeavor, five from WWE. And don't forget, Sean, that when Vince was reelected as chairman of WWE, he didn't have full support of the board, which is why he brought a couple of people in. Nick Kahn was one of the board members that voted against him, right? Correct. And so assuming that Nick Khan is a board member, which he probably will be, I don't even know if Vince would have majority from the WWE side, yeah. let alone the Endeavor side. So it, it it appears on the surface, just kind of as an outside observer looking in, that if and when there is a round of board election, Vince is out, uh, if they want him out. But uh, it's going to come down to when that can be. What kind of provisions do they have? I'm sure that there's protections on Vince's side. So it comes down to when that could happen. But in theory, he, he's not going to have the voting power anymore to uh, to handle it. Now, this is not going to happen tomorrow because this isn't closing for a while yet, right? So yes. it's, not, it's not happening tomorrow. But if and when it happens and the shares convert and his voting power is now gone uh, and he no longer has control of the board, it can happen. But we're talking months yet before that would happen.
3: Apox Music says, Tony Khan posted a huge announcement for Wednesday related at all, maybe to counter the WWE news. Will this deal increase or decrease AEW WWE chances? I don't think it, w- it could hurt their chances because... Again, Tony Khan has said Dana White's a friend. Maybe that that gap can be bridged a little bit. I think every time there's a major shift like this within WWE, it does improve the chances because maybe things will be done a little bit differently. Improved chances?
2: What? Would. I missed that.
3: Of an AEW WWE integration Super Show, something like that.
2: No, uh, I wouldn't. Why would you do that? I'm,
3: you never know. You never if you, know if you're
2: if you're if you're Triple H or Nick Khan. Why would you do that?
3: Because it would be the biggest show of all time. For who? For WWE and AEW. For no. wrestling, period. Yeah, it would no. be. No, it would be. Yeah, it would, it would be, objectively it would... be the biggest show of all time in wrestling history. It would
2: yeah. be of much more benefit to AEW. Of course it tenfold, would. Tenfold to, to what it would be for WWE.
3: Well, that that's the case with any bigger company, small company. It would still objectively be the biggest, most buzzworthy wrestling show, period. Like, that, yeah. that's happened. Like, they would...
2: WWE unless unless all Endeavor cares about is the bottom line right unless mm-hmm. all Endeavor cares about is we got to provide EBITDA every quarter we got to increase profits every quarter unless that's all they care about they would be fools to do that deal well
3: I, I got somebody saying absolutely not any mania has a bigger show no it's not AEW sold out a partnership show with New Japan immediately with New Japan
2: Yeah, I'm not saying it wouldn't be a big show. No, I'm just just
3: addressing this person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: you would be strengthening your competitor. Sure. That's stupid to do that. Of course.
3: And on the UFC side, they don't really acknowledge a lot of business partners. I'm just saying with any big strategic shift like this, Mm. the chances at least improve because there are certain things that WWE does, noted contract tampering, that that might be a thing that Endeavor says you got to cool it on that. You got to chill on that because that's not something that we Possible. want type of thing. Let me ask there, you this question. There are certain things like that. Sure. Well, well so are, are you about to ask me what kind of multivitamin I take? Because <laughs> what I do is I drink that athleticgreenscom fightfuljimmy fightful, Jimmy. That's what I do. You want to be drinking your multivitamin. You don't want to be eating a tablet. that just passes through you. And AG1 from athleticgreens.com slash Fightful as you covered. A free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free travel packs. Is just open the pouch, pour it into your water, you're good to go. Eight ounces of water, one scoop of AG1 has you covered. One daily serving uh, delivers a comprehensive blend of nine products, which includes a multivitamin, minerals, probiotics, adaptogens, and more that produces... A stronger foundation for health it promotes gut health with those probiotics prebiotics and those enzymes that are plant-based it supports your immunity so before you travel you take that you protect yourself with that daily dose of vitamin c zinc functional mushrooms and more and it boosts your energy thanks to magnesium and b vitamins plus it helps with your recovery helps you feel better with those superfoods adaptogens and antioxidants There are athletes, there are doctors. When you go to athleticgreens.com slash Fightful that are endorsing this stuff, it's fantastic. It's gluten-free, no eggs, no sugar added. It's nut-free. It's dairy-free. One scoop, once a day, every day, brings you what you need. Adaptogens, immunity support, digestive support, pre- and probiotic, and energy and metabolic support. This stuff is fantastic. you want to be drinking athleticgreens.com slash Fightful takes you less than a minute a day to, to get everything that you need.
2: Let me ask you this. So, okay. you, you know, obviously we've talked about, okay, maybe you'll see a Conor McGregor in a WWE ring who on the WWE roster Do you think might be interested in a UFC fight, Matt Riddle? He'd still be interested, possibly
3: he? for the right money. Yeah.
2: Do you think Lashley, even though he's getting older, just because yep. he never got to fight 100%, in the UFC, one hundred
3: percent would be. He was trying to tell me uh, last year that he considered boxing Mike Tyson. First off, no. But <laughs> second, yeah, he would absolutely do it. Um, as far as I mean, USADA though, <laughs> USADA for him and Lashley, and maybe even riddle um you know i think there's a possibility that Shayna would consider fighting again yeah. maybe ronda under the right situation you put her in there against an absolute jabber yeah maybe put her yeah. in there against an absolute donk uh i'll tell you one <laughs> i'll tell you one that i know would be interested julius creed would be very interested really uh, Dan- daniel cormier has taken him under his wing quite a bit he is a for sure breakout star um there's the possibility carrying cross might be a possibility. If he ever wanted to do something like that. However, mm. what you run into are some real issues there because you, are they going to protect these people? Because how can you do that in, in a legal sense? You know, there, you can't, there's a, you can't, it's, a risky it's the risk you take.
2: I mean, when Brock, take. when Brock went back to fight Mark Hunt, you know, there was, I was as a wrestling fan, I was concerned if Mark Hunt drops this guy, There goes his aura. I
3: thought he should have fought Struve because he could have got under Struve's hips really easy. And then WWE could be like, look, he beat this seven foot monster and people that are dumb that don't know any better know that Struve can't wrestle.
2: Right. It's always going to be a risk. I mean, Bart Gunn was toast after mania. You know what I mean? I mean,
3: yeah. Yeah. Butterbean made a career whipping wrestlers asses like Butterbean who, if he showed up in pro wrestling, how many wrestling fans would go? Doesn't look like a wrestler. Well, guess whose ass he whipped? He whipped Sean O'Hare's ass. He whipped Aaron Aguilera's ass. He whipped Bart Gunn's ass. He made a career out of whipping people's asses. And who'd he get his ass whipped by? A 155-pound Japanese guy who came to the ring dancing with a rocket pack on his back. (laughs) So it's really hard to protect these people. People Uh are mentioning Chad Gable. Chad Gable outright told me he's got no interest in MMA. He said he didn't even consider it when, when, you know, when the opportunity was there because he was always a a wrestling fan right Uh, right Caden asked if more wrestlers might follow grizzled young vets I don't know that this had anything to do with that Mm. but um no I don't think so I don't think we're about to see like a walkout or anything now if they do a talent meeting today and they say Vince is back back then yeah there's going to be people that, that certainly ask for their releases we have uh some more super chats SAS says can endeavor push with AEW to work or WWE to work with AEW or New Japan or does WWE have final say well yeah they can if they wanted to they could absolutely push that Jimmy
2: I mean again it's like they talked about this morning so so Ari said that he's going to be hands off um and that you know it's going to be Vince's thing but at the end of the day he was asked again what happens if there's is if there's a disagreement which means that Ari's going to have input because he's gonna control 51%. If he absolutely wants to drop the hammer and say, you're doing this, they're gonna do it. I would be stunned if they do anything with AEW. I'll, fuck, I'll say 0% chance because they're smart enough businessmen from a corporate perspective. Again, unless, unless they need to pad their bottom line and unless AEW says, we'll give you X millions of dollars. Like you talked about site fees, Sean, and they yeah. said, we'll give you X millions of dollars for this show. Maybe. Otherwise, they're not going to do anything to strengthen the competitor. So that's not going to happen. New Japan might. AW won't. Yeah.
3: Alan Jeanette says, Do you think the success of WWE's collaboration with Peacock and other apps internationally was a big reason for the acquisition? Oh, I think that there's strong rights fee deals that, again are lower than what they would be if they were literally anything else. If they were grizzly nose fucking best, Jimmy, they would get <laughs> higher ad rates than what WWE is getting for the numbers that they do. There has just long been that perception of wrestling fans don't spend money. Guess what? We've proven that wrong pretty pretty significantly. Uh WWE has been proving that wrong uh pretty pretty heavily of late. So, yeah, I think that that is a, a part
2: of it. Yeah, and you got to remember again that, you know, Ari was involved with the group that negotiated the last round of rights. He knows the WWE product very well, uh, and he knows how to monetize it. And they believe that they can monetize it better because yeah. they keep on using what they did with UFC. And so they believe they can monetize it better. So that's what they're banking on.
3: Mike Bushel's upset Shane got hurt last night so they couldn't redo the uh, Shane McMahon. Buys the company thing, <laughs> yeah. I don't think that was in the plans, but it was a little a nice little nod.
2: Credit to Snoop Dogg, um, yeah. Because was, as soon oh, as Shane went down, Snoop Dogg got in the ring because he saw it right away. Credit in, incredible. Yep.
3: Julius Creed also said, uh or also said, I've always wanted to do both. When the news broke, uh I mean, yeah, I, I talked to him in inter- talked to him in Vegas, and he he mentioned that. Interesting. Uh, th- throwback says, "Hi guys, hope everything is well." Jimmy with the sale of WWE or the deal with WWE. Could this affect the TV deals that are coming up in the next contract cycle? Could this uh, create a strict Fox TV deal and get rid of Peacock? Well, they're not up at the same time with Peacock, but Raw and SmackDown and maybe NXT are as well, Jimmy.
2: Yeah, I don't know about NXT, but Raw and SmackDown definitely are. They're definitely because they did that on purpose. And so it's not going to affect anything. They're going to go with the highest bidder, I think. I don't think it's going to affect anything. I saw, uh, might have been CNBC, might have been Squawk Box. One of the guys thought they're going to get 2X, uh, which means okay. double their, their current contract. And another guy actually thought 3X, which would be mind-blowing.
3: If they got 3X, the deal would pay for itself.
2: It's... <laughs> those deals. That would be mind-blowing money if they could get that. Even 2x is incredible. So, so the last I looked, they're getting currently 260 million a year for Raw, I believe, 265 in that range, around 250 a year for SmackDown or 240, something like that. Imagine if they're getting a billion dollars plus a year, a year just for Raw and SmackDown on, on potentially, say, a five year deal. Like, that's a shit ton of money.
3: Triple H events looking to have Roman go 3,000 days. Well, that ain't happening. Thank you to Adrian Wells for becoming a three month, fightful YouTube member and gifting a membership. Anthony Vagona says, huge UFC MMA fan and wrestling fan. Watch it all. Love this merger. Logan in the UFC, Connor versus mm-hmm. Logan boxing, Connor in WWE, UFC X WWE boxing events, Tyson Fury uh, uh, fights co promoted by UFC WWE on ESPN. Those are all possibilities, like all of it, yeah, if they if they wanted to take a UFC fighter, like maybe a lightweight and say, "Hey, Carry and Cross, you want to do a grappling match against this guy? Let's just do it for fun." Well, yeah, they could do that and throw it on fight pass. They could absolutely do that and, and open those avenues. Like I said, at their heart, talent agency. Like they, that's what they've got ingrained in this company is talent agency, open up more opportunities, create some new things. Uh, there's a possibility of it. Sure. Cable says, how about independent contractor stuff and transport to shows and hotels? Like all the stuff from that Bailey interview a while ago. Well, I mean, if you pay attention to, uh, till to UFC, like there's a lot of people not exactly taken care of in that regard.
2: Oh, they have a worse in yeah. UFC, they have it worse. I mean, the people at the bottom of the card have day jobs. Yeah. You know? So I don't know if that'll it's, make a big difference. I mean, some people at the top of the card did. Shane Carwin. Just yeah, but like, that was my choice. He was very smart. He Shane was. Carwin he was, was very, very smart. smart. I think he's an engineer in Colorado.
3: I just love so. that the fact that the first time he, he got beat, he's like, I'm done. I, I remember one time I reached out to uh, Carl Anderson, of all people, because I had heard that Hangman page had been knocking the shit out of people with the buckshot lariat. Uh-huh. And I was like, Hey, how was it when you took it? And he says, not bad. If anybody hits me hard, I'll quit. <laughs> that's
2: uh-huh. what Shane
3: Carwin did. If anybody hit him hard, he'll quit. Carl Anderson's been
2: talking to Bret Hart. He's been talking to Bret Hart.
3: I thought that was very funny. Cause, uh, it, you know, that, that's just the way he is. Uh, Buck's basement says the two most disliked videos from mania, Cody losing Oscar bill uh, losing. He said the build wasn't enough for either to win. Maybe by SummerSlam, the build's good enough. I think the build is completely fine with Cody winning. I thought it was absolutely okay. And Asuka, um, I just don't think it was the right time. I think Bianca's better off. But uh, let's keep this stream to uh, the deal and things like that because we definitely want to get through these. Uh, TF says, you know the talent who benefits the most? Colby Covington. Love him or hate him? He's built for pro wrestling. If he wants to. Maybe. So a lot of people say this, Jimmy. It's... Mm -hmm. You know who nobody said was built for wrestling? Matt Riddle. Nobody thought he was built for wrestling. Mm-hmm. I didn't even have people with Shayna Baszler's background clamoring for her to come to wrestling. You know who I had people clamoring for? King Moe, uh, Rampage Jackson, Rampage, yep. Tito Ortiz. Mm-hmm. Guess how they all did. King Moe mm-hmm. still loves it and does it every once in a while. But when King Mo and Rampage showed up, it didn't work. Go back and look when Rampage was on during the A-team. And if people at that time thought that, you know, people that talk about wrestlers being small then Virgil made Rampage Jackson look tiny. Right. If you go back and and watch that, he was a light heavyweight who often had to cut a lot of weight to get down there. You just never know who translates well and effectively over like it's it's hit or miss. Personally, I look at a woman like Megan Anderson and I'm like, she would be good, but she's not with the company anymore. Uh, As far as who would do well in MMA? Julius Creed's the one that stands out. But uh, we're talking about UFC contracted people.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I don't know. I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. is would Israel Adesanya's uh, charisma translate? I can tell you Brock Lesnar's promos aren't wonderful in WWE. He cut some of the best promos in UFC, Jimmy. Yeah.
2: They were well, w- WWE, they try to limit his mic time because they're scared.
3: But, I mean, you know. they were just different. They were different environments, too. Yeah, uh,
2: Well, that's it. 100%. Like, the sure.
3: shit you talk when you pound somebody's face through the mat is mm-hmm. so much different.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Marquis says, What's the possibility of a TV-14 rating now? So, just to explain this, these aren't hard and fast like ESRB for video games or MPAA for movies. They can, they can put bare-ass cheeks on TVPG if they want. But the sponsors might be like, Hey, we wanted more of a TVPG thing. But there is no entity that's going to come after WWE for saying shit on a TV PG show. They're not enforced like that. So that is a largely like discretionary type of thing that they have going there. We have uh, a lot of people talking about contract stuff uh, and possible free agency. Daniel says, how will this impact upcoming free agents? Karl Marx says, will they still be considered independent contractors? Yes, they will. Uh, A merger is a merger no matter the industry. There will sadly be layoffs aplenty, says Adrian L. But will those mainly be behind the scenes? Is there a timeline when they'll start being seen? Shane Haas says, how will this uh, impact employment status and medical coverage? RF Gaming Channel says, what about office staff? Would they combine, say, payroll, live events, and facilities management? Sailor Saturn says, usually there's cuts after mania. Should we expect them again this year? Or maybe the sale finalizes. Keep up the good work. Well, there's not usually... Cuts after Mania. There have been the last few years, and they're traditionally used to be years ago. For Mm -hmm. many years, they stopped them. I don't know if that's necessarily the route that they're going to go, but Jimmy, they haven't hired anybody this year either that we've seen so far. I don't know. When I asked about cuts for the Fightful Select piece, please subscribe. I wasn't given a definitive answer because I don't think they really know. I don't think WWE really has any idea right now. But if they operate as a company, completely separate of everything else the main people that would need to be replaced are people
2: that just endeavor wants their own people on mm-hmm. i mean you got to remember that the deal has not closed yet mm-hmm. right they've announced it it hasn't closed yet i saw a lot of people in the chat saying because it was Emanuel their boss now no it hasn't closed yet however if and when it happens and it looks like it's going to happen an unfortunate side effect is going to be layoffs That's how it's going to be. They're going to determine uh, redundancy positions across various departments. What I would like to to know, and this is not, you know, you don't want to foresee this kind of stuff. Is Vince's influence going to result in talent cuts? Yeah. I guess we'll see. But administratively, unfortunately, that's a side effect of a merger. It's going to happen.
3: As far as independent contractor status, I don't think that's changing whatsoever. I, I don't think that's changing. But what about the combination of those certain offices that were mentioned?
2: Uh, I didn't hear about that.
3: What was mentioned? Uh, Luis? If you can pull that one back up, that that would be nice. But, uh, NYC KMP says that under the next step under Endeavor is facilitating lucrative lucrative linear deals for both UFC and WWE. Yeah, I would imagine so. I mean, rights fee deals are now that they, they're they're going to start working on that probably imminently,
2: Jimmy. What's the timeline on UFC with ESPN? Do you know? Is it similar? Uh,
3: I will find out. Okay, I will find out. Uh, but we've got. What's the percentage would saying? This is why I always said in relation to Saudi rumors uh, it, it, that it would kind of always be broken by an outlet like CNBC all due respect to outlets like Fightful. Yeah, obviously. I mean, I hate to tell you guys this, but CNBC and uh Wall Street Journal are not exactly camping out for Vince McMahon or wrestling news, even sale news that is provided to them. And there ain't nothing wrong with that. Everybody gets info fed to them from somebody. That's how they chose to maximize it was to, leak it to CNBC to do that interview. And the same with whoever leaked the Wall Street Journal news. Wall Street Journal just didn't out of the blue start hunting down Vince McMahon's scandal information. It was fed to them by somebody in the know who was familiar uh, with the situation there. And again, for a reason, because i you know, I'm very confident in the work that we do, but had that story broken on Fightful, they could have just dismissed it as all those wacky wrestling writers, you know, type of thing.
2: I have a note on Saudi uh, while we're at it. yeah. So there was a point in time when the Saudi Arabian government owned a minority stake in UFC uh-huh. and Endeavor bought them out because they didn't want to work with the Saudi government. Nick Khan in that Axios interview today, he said the WWE and Saudi Arabia will continue their relationship despite Endeavor's feelings about the Saudi government.
3: And it's a very lucrative deal. And this yeah. th- that matches up with what I was told yesterday, because I wrote in the, the report that we had in the hours following that, I was told that that deal is set to continue. So, uh, shout out to Nick Kahn for confirming our report. What's the percentage? Wood says. Do we see guys like Regal and Sapolsky keeping their roles? I know there's tons of multiple departments that'll lead to layoffs, but their positions are kind of unique. Yeah, I do. I mean, you still have to have people in the know to recruit, and it's mm-hmm. it, it's very clear they're good at what they do. Ryan says, "I'm Sean. I'm glad Triple H is staying on his head of creative. Do you think this affects talent signings? I think it's already affected talent signings, Jimmy. I, I mean." When they go from hiring 12 to 15 people over a few months to we have zero new hires. Hmm. Chelsea Green's like the only debut and she got hired like three or four months before.
2: Do you think any do you think that might have to do with the fact that some of the people they brought back, you know, their performances haven't exactly been gangbusters? Do you think that could have anything to do with it?
3: Well, Triple H downplayed that to a lot of people backstage, but I I don't think so. I think they needed depth on that show. Vince McMahon really stripped them of all depth. And I think they need that. Uh, We have a lot of people, John Wick GM, Xavier, Nicholas Clymont. Is Jay White still in play? Do you think he appears tonight? I think if he appears somewhere, it's going to be WWE. I think that's where he's probably headed. Uh, I don't know how this may have slowed or, or hiccuped a deal. When I asked about whether he was there in any capacity last night, I was told no. Uh I was also told that they had mania planned out well ahead of time so it wasn't wasn't in the fold. But uh no, I i mean I think it's possible. I think it'd be a great time to debut him.
2: Did you anything about sorry? Did you hear anything about Bray Wyatt? Because I saw the video where somebody ran into him at a stoplight or, or uh, something like that.
3: Just under the weather is all I know. Just Still. all I know. Uh by the way, guys. Leave a thumbs up on this video. Get your super chats in. We are heading down the home stretch. If you have any questions, uh, let us know. Anthony Vigonis says, Cody losing is a tragedy. Randy beating Roman is the only thing that can repair it for me. I'm expecting Jay White and Braun, others from NXT. TK should be calling Punk to capitalize on this failure. He's already been calling CM Punk. We had reported that on FightfulSelect.com. Best $5 in the business. They've been in contact.
2: Braun um, Breaker makes a lot of sense, too. He just dropped the title. So that makes Yeah, sense.
3: he he should debut. Randy Orton should absolutely not be the person that beats Roman Reigns. It should be somebody that can gain from it. Randy has had his top runs, and he's coming off a back fusion. Mm-hmm. Anthony Vagonis says, "I hope WWE realizes how much of a massive failure Cody losing is. Could this hurt? Could this could hurt chances of signing Omega, which I believe is their top priority, and the slim opportunity of landing Osprey next summer. Osprey had told me he doesn't want to live in the states. That's what he told me." Straight up on camera, he doesn't mm-hmm. want to live in the states. It gives him anxiety. He likes his situation. He likes living in his hometown. Uh, AEW is trying to work to nail down a new Kenny Omega contract now. Christian Knight so far wraps us up and says, "Is WWE getting to the point where they're running them or ru- running themselves out of credible baby faces? At some point, you got to beat the big bad guy or it gets stale." Yeah, Jimmy, uh, for about a year, when people would say on all those Q&A shows that you can get on FightfulSelect.com, just $5, please subscribe, who should beat Roman? I said, that's TBD. Well, then the answer became Cody Rhodes. Then yeah. the answer became Sami Zayn. It was never Drew at Clash for me, but it became both of those, and then neither one of them did
2: it, Jimmy. Yeah, it was never Sami for me either. I, I I just didn't think that Sami was the guy. Cody, I thought, was the guy. It, You know... Like Hunter said, you know, the story is going to continue. It sure seems like... Did you see the uh, the Goodfellas uh, thing? And Solo made a comment to Roman at the very end? Yeah. So it, it sure seems like they're going to go down the road of uh, Roman... Roman's probably going to shit on the Usos for losing the tag belts. And they're going to start... There's going to be a mutiny that's eventually going to happen. The thing is, though, again if when Cody wins in the big rematch, is it going to have the same reaction? The people that are upset today is all going to be forgiven when, when, you know, when Cody, if, and when Cody eventually wins, I don't know. Like I said, you can't duplicate a special moment. So uh, we'll see. I'll, I'll reserve judgment. We'll see.
3: What's the percentage would says if I know you're working on a story, but you can give me a general idea, whether this is a good deal as far as the talent, the fans and how is morale with the news? Well, what's the percentage would, I can tell you something. There's a 100% of you chance of you having a good deal and a harder, stronger erection with blue and the code fightful. Joel, I know this is a big concern for you. Big you concern. care about performances. You want that main event performance, my friend. Blue Chew and the code Fightful gives you that. Same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So they work on your schedule or maybe not your schedule. Maybe you're not prepared for that main event performance. Blue Chew gets you there. You speak with one of their online physicians, and if approved, you don't have to go to the doctor's office, the pharmacy, or wait in line for either one of them. It ships straight to your door in a discreet package, and let me tell you, it will eliminate the discretion of your package. You'll be bringing the heat You'll be there. There will be a merger, all right. <laughs> thanks to Blue Chew and the code Fightful, you will. You'll, you'll have some creative input if you know what I mean. Thanks to Blue Chew and the code Fightful, and right now you get your first shipment free when you use that code Fightful. You want this stuff? That confidence? That performance? That erect penis? That's what you're looking for, right there bluechew.com and the code fightful. So we are uh, wrapping up here with Joel's question. I've had just as many wrestlers say, I don't know. What do you think as I've had say not excited or am excited? How do you view this from a fan perspective so far? I got a reserve judgment for Mm -hmm. talent. I think it'll probably be better morale i'll let you all know this
2: evening yeah so from a wrestler perspective it's going to depend on the involvement events because the opportunities that are going to be presented to talent is going to increase with endeavors involvement uh like you said the talent agency side the production side the opportunities they can provide to the talent um i i I had read somewhere i don't pay a ton of attention to ufc fighters outside the ufc but i'd read that the ufc had a pretty soft stance when it came to stuff like OnlyFans and whatnot.
3: They do. That, that was actually a thing that a source at Endeavor told me. They're like, okay, you know, we're very familiar. You know, the Chelsea Greens of the world uh, had to shut down their. They would call them exclusive content pages, and they're like UFC performers are are allowed to have
2: those and make an
3: incredible amount of
2: money doing that. So I'd be curious because again, you know, they made it clear that Vince is going to be heading up the WWE side. But Ari uh, Ari uh, Emanuel has has controlling interest. Revenue is revenue, uh, and maybe if they were to cut a deal with the talent some way, you know, where they can do this, but a, a cut goes to the company. Who knows? Uh, maybe something could be done to give them stuff like that. From a wrestler perspective, it's going to depend on Vince's involvement. To me, if if Vince you know stays hand off and 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 Hunter can be the guy, then it's going to provide opportunity for them. What if all of a sudden Vince is doing Vince's bullshit and we're seeing the same matches seven weeks in a row and he's on the headset and no more belt and no more wrestling and no more whatever? It's going to suck. So we got to wait and see. From a fan perspective, I think the potential is massive. The crossover appeal and all of that, I think it's very potentially very interesting. It's a win for everybody at this stage of the game except shareholders. Yeah. In, in my view. Well, WDB so. Mark
3: is asking the possibility of a. Uh, ticket price hike because UFC is expensive. WWE has already underwent a price hike. That's why whenever I get those live events reports that I post on Fightful that have like producers, refs, times, matches, rundowns, at Mm. the end of the night when they're updated, it always says highest grossing non-PLE in this market, et cetera, et cetera because they have already increased those ticket prices. They've understood that the live event thing is something that they need to highlight a little bit more. I think they've done a better job at promoting those live events over the last couple of years as well. You don't see as much, like, you don't see as many, oh, they got to tarp this off. They got to tarp that off type of thing. Like, it's a, it's a pretty decently hot ticket right now, but I don't think they should do too much. I don't think you want to price people out too much in this situation. I
2: agree because you're still dealing uh, the predominantly UFC people that buy the tickets to the shows predominantly they're in that 1849 demo. You don't see kids. You know what I mean? You, you get much more families at WWE events. And so charging all of a sudden a couple grand for ringside. You got to be smart about that. I think it's the audiences are not entirely the same.
3: We're wrapping this up, guys. What's the percentage? Wood says, I've never been integrated into a Fightful ad read before, so I guess I can cross that <laughs> off my bucket list. Well, let me tell you, if you got a fuck it list. If you want to be integrated
2: what, into an ad read.
3: You can integrate yourself into something else with bluechew.com and the code Fightful. Um, guys, I want to thank all of you all. Uh, this is, you know, 3,000 people showed up for a work, middle of the work day stream. I want to thank you all so much. That allowed us to to pay some bills with these ads, um, but we are back here for Raw after Mania. Fightfulselect.com. I, I mean, I, you know the drill. We're breaking more than half the wrestling news in in the, the game right now, and even beyond that. If we're not breaking it, you know, we're going to immediately have a ton of information on it. I'll tell you why that's important. Just today, I had to slide over to Reddit and say. Hey, why are you saying that I talked to Nick Khan about this story? I didn't say that. I didn't report that. When you get it from Fightful Select, you're getting it straight from us. You can drop in the comments, ask some questions about it. We'll do our best to answer it. We've got a great team of news breakers. And not only that, it's not just wrestling news that you get for $5 a month, the most inexpensive in wrestling. You're getting like 40-plus shows a month. Rob Wilkins killed it this week. He did like three or four pre-shows for all these pay-per-views. So you're getting an insane amount of coverage. You're getting Q&As from me and Grapsity. You're getting uh, extra reviews. i got the Backstage Report podcast coming at some point this week. Whenever the damn news cycle stops and I can record it, that'll be dropping. Tonight, we'll have the Raw After Mania plans. Tomorrow, I'm going to have talent reactions to this deal. But, uh, Jimmy, I'm very glad that we could do this. You have uh, Insight. That other people just don't have. So we appreciate it.
2: Anytime that I can get a compliment from you, Sean Ross, I will make myself available for some podcast time.
3: You pay me on time. That's a compliment. (sighs) There you go. Well, we'll see. We'll see if that holds true in two days. Deshire says, (laughs) Is Jay White White to WWE still a thing? Losing hope. I mean, they they had an interest in him, but we'll see. I haven't had anything confirmed. I was getting a lot of plead the fifth, no comments when I asked this weekend. But guys, thank you all so much. It's been an insane weekend. We've got a bunch of interviews coming. Check out the ones I did last week: Charlotte, uh, Bianca Belair, Legado del Fantasma. Did you see Santos Escobar put me over huge?
2: I did not. I haven't seen them. No. What did you say?
3: Worth, go- worth going out of your way Is to it? see. I don't want to. I don't want to pat myself on the back. I'll just let the leader of the LWO do it for me. Very cool. Was- you know what?
2: I I want to. I want a quick side note. Charlotte Rhea, they crushed it. They did good for both of them. They crushed it. Might've been match of the night
3: guys. Thank you all so much. This uh, actually BCR and snuck one in it says I stopped watching WWE in 2018. Cause I was so burnt out on Roman and Brock Roman wins. LOL drove me to new Japan and eventually AEW avoided watching till the rumble, assuming it was the same with a fresh coat of paint and it feels like it still is, Well, we'll see what kind of paint that uh, endeavor puts on it. We'll see what kind of paint you all put on whatever with bluechew.com and the code (laughs) fightful, And we just thank all of you for joining us. Leave a thumbs up on this video. Comment below. Subscribe. We're out.
4: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator